morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Look at us here on a Thursday, 19th day of August, 2021. Big J visibly shaking his head already. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, you're not one of those things where you're in denial for what day of the week it is or what uh, time it, of the well, month it is. Well, let's see. You know, I mean, it hasn't... It's the month of August. Uh, I really haven't worked a whole week very often. Uh, yeah, you've I enjoyed had some, some time. Vacation, and then I was sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, yeah, this is a real week for me—a real, honest to God week. But it feels like a good Thursday. All right, uh, could be worse, I, I suppose. Ah, uh, man, I'm so upset yesterday. What so upset, and this morning it was even worse. Oh God! Last week, Nick, I took a I took a rock, a small, tiny rock, to the windshield. Okay. Of my car, and it uh, it put a pretty good you know nick in it. Mm-hmm. Not you, but uh, like a. I certainly hope I'm not yeah. even you. And I was like, oh no, I gotta get that fixed. I gotta get that fixed. And it was a busy weekend and it just never got around to doing that. Now it's spiraled. Yeah. And I'm gonna have to replace my windshield at some point. Uh, and seeing it, it just explode across it like it, like this morning, uh, I got in there and it was like, oh, okay. But uh, about halfway through my commute, I'm like, oh no. It's even, it's going across to the passenger side. It must have been a pretty good nick. Yeah, it was It was a situation where, God, man, it never fails. Uh, concrete trucks and then uh, sand trucks uh, are the worst. Like, every time I see one pass me, I just want to speed up. I don't care how fast I have to go to get around them. You might even break the speed limit. Yeah. Just to do it. Uh, but apparently your reflexes weren't fast enough this time around. But you've been sorry. living with a cracked windshield for like 16 years. Part so. of it's my own fault. I mean, like, I, I, I'm not kidding. The day I drove the vehicle home from the dealership, I got a chip in my windshield. Same thing as you. And it was so nuts. That was the that was the weekend that my son was born. And so it was just, oh, I didn't have time to, to get it done. And next thing you know, same thing. It spiraled out of control. And I had thought that I had windshield replacement insurance at the time. And so I was like, no problem. I'll just take care of this when it's when it's fine. And it spreads, and then it finally, I finally go, okay, I'll take care of it. And I call, and it turns out I did it. And then I'm like, oh, no. And so then uh, it's funny because I just, like, I, I finally got my bleep together and was like, all right, I'm going to do this because it's not impairing my sight or anything like that, but it's a fairly big crack in my windshield. But every time I think about it, I get another crack in my windshield. And I'm like, see, this is why I don't do it. Is because the second I get it done, I'm just going to have another crack in it. Anyway, I, I now have insurance on my windshield, and I was like, all right, now's the time to do it. But when I filed for an actual claim, they asked me what the date was of the actual crack. And, you, like, and you told the truth. Well, no, I didn't. No. I didn't even fill it out because I'm like, I don't even know what to do because I don't want to lie about it because what if they send somebody out to inspect it and go, listen, I look at this crack. And there's stuff in it. There's no way this happened six months yeah, ago. Yeah, it's like what an archaeologist right. looking through. And so I'm like, okay, <laughs> what do I do now? Have I painted myself into a corner because, you know, this crack is now 11 years old or what do I do? And so I don't know what to do. So any advice is appreciated. Do I lie about it because nobody's going to actually come out and expect it? Because that's what I'm scared of. It's yeah, like you're, but you're it. a good person. so you know, I know, but gonna... I, my windshield does need to be replaced. But here's the other part of it is, like, they don't make my mo- make and model of car anymore. Yeah. So when the windshield, if I were to just, you know, bite the bullet and replace it, it's like $2,000. Yeah, windshield's not cheap, folks. Right. And I'm like, listen, I, I mean, it's fine, but what are you going to do? I'm not $2,000. I don't have that kind of cash. I'm not that kind of liquid. 
So uh, I don't know what to do. I'm walking around in a wilderness lost. Thankfully, Big J, maybe Green Day will talk us through it. I doubt it. We'll kick things off with time of your life here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. It is the (laughs) X-Rocks. Important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. And something that is near and dear to both Big J and Mai's heart is looking for a little bit of help. That is the Idaho Suicide Prevention Hotline. It is in need of volunteers because of the increased number of phone calls over the course of the last couple weeks it's been receiving. Currently has close to about 90 volunteers, but it's looking for about 20 more by the end of next month. Crisis phone responders are required to participate in a comprehensive training, commit to serve one four-hour shift per week for one year, and you do have to be at least 18 years of age. But, uh, you know, it's one of those deals where it's suicide... Man, it's just not talked about enough, specifically prevention and, you know, making sure people are aware that it is an issue. And just to give you an idea, this hotline is not like something that's been around for decades. It's been around for a while, but since it started, it's gotten 77,000 phone calls, okay? Wow, wow. Uh, From individuals all across Idaho. It is incredibly important work that they are doing. And if you have the time and you can find it in your heart to give a little bit back... That would be really, really good. There are a lot of people out there, obviously, that could use your help, that need somebody to talk to sometimes, and this is a way for you to help them out in that. Always, if you or a loved one struggling with thoughts or actions, please reach out to the Suicide Prevention Hotline yourself. That number is 208-398-4357. But you can contact the Idaho Suicide Prevention Hotline if you'd like to volunteer or talk about volunteering to somebody they certainly could use the help and it is amazing and impressive work that they have done and continue to do because you know we talk about this but you know idaho is one of the top five states where suicide's an issue yep and uh you know whatever we can do to lower that number make people know that the world is a better place with them here no matter what they're going through is incredibly important so think about it. If you've got the time and you've got the effort and you think it might be something you'd be good at, there's a lot of people out there that certainly could use your help, for sure. Nebraska said yesterday the NCAA is investigating its football program amid allegations that staff inappropriately use analysts and consultants with the knowledge of head coach Scott Frost and moved workouts off campus last year to avoid detection when they were banned due to the pandemic. Frost said any workouts were approved by athletic department administration and campus administration, so he's throwing his bosses under the bus as well. We'll see what happens. It always amazes me how teams that are middle of the road or mediocre are the ones that team seem to uh, get caught cheating the most. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like this, like Nebraska and Arizona State, like both of those football programs are completely pedestrian. Nebraska used to be a powerhouse. Same can be said, I guess, for Arizona State at some time, but... I mean, it's just one of those deals where, like, why you try so hard just to be five and five? Yeah, what's Arizona State's? Uh, what are they? That's Herm Edwards. Like, you know, yeah, they, they, his defensive coordinator and a couple of his assistant coaches were recruiting during COVID, which you could not do. Okay, and they got caught trying to do that and bringing people in for visits during. Like, I mean, that's kind of stuff that was bad news. And they were bringing kids in for visits during COVID and all that kind of stuff. And so that's what they got caught doing. I gotcha. Just trying to work the system a little bit more than you're supposed to do. 
Well, Big J, uh, Mike Richards is supposed to be the new head coach, or head coach, the new uh, host of <laughs> Jeopardy. <laughs> but that ain't going to work out so well, at least if uh, if anybody has their, their yeah, way. There's upheaval. Well, I mean, listen, first of all, it, it really sounds like, at least from the the, the Ringer released a, a really well-researched article done by somebody that's written several books about Jeopardy about this dude. And, and first of all, the way he went about getting the job. And then secondly, kind of at least dug into it. Like, because nobody knew who he was until he got the gig. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then dug into his past. And it turns out he's a real scumbag, too. And so now it's just like all coming to light. But yeah, I mean, if you want to start with how he got the job, that's shady as well. He obviously was the executive producer of the show, so that's something. But then he did a guest host run and was, I guess, fine, but not like among the best of the best by any stretch. But when he put together, he, by himself, put together a, a like a, like a, you know, like a research, like a test of people. And then he selected all the clips that the guest hosts had that apparently nobody else had any input on. And some of the clips that he showed were people making mistakes. And then he showed the best of him. And so, yes, the audience that list that tested it liked his clips the best because they were like handpicked to make him look good. Yeah, that's really dirty. And then no, like none of the other executive producers were allowed to be part of the process or anything. Like he just basically picked himself to be the host. So we need to speak up to save Jeopardy. Well, not only that, and then they go into he like he, ho- he used to host this really goofy podcast back in the day uh, that that basically he said a re- bunch of really stupid stuff on that was anti-Semitic and made really bad jokes about women in the business and all sorts of derogatory oh, stuff. Boy. And this coming from somebody that has sexual harassment past lawsuits is great not great he's apologized after the article came out and then he deleted all the podcasts big j and the website that contained them so he's trying to cover his tracks right now i don't know what Jeopardy's going to do uh it seems like you know they're releasing statements apologizing and all this kind of stuff but i mean it's not like it's an isolated incident that's the issue i think this guy's got a pretty long history of being a, a jagoff and also seemed to do some backstabbing in the process in order to get him himself the gig. And this is how they're going to go forward with Jeopardy. And they may jump on that ship and come hell or high water, hope people forget. I don't know. But I, I don't know who this guy is. I, I, it makes me not want to watch the show, if we're being honest. Which sucks because you love Jeopardy. I DVR Jeopardy every single night and enjoy watching Jeopardy very much. But I watched his episodes. They were nothing spectacular. But, you know, again, I'm the guy that believes that they should just keep doing guest hosts, rotating. There should be no permanent host Jeopardy. I think it should be at least for a couple of years. Because they got enough people that want to be a part of it that this shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. And so, I don't know, man. I don't know what they're going to do. But it, it doesn't seem to see that himself was the right choice. Either way, it's a real mess. That's, that's, the, that's the most certain thing. It's a real mess over there at Jeopardy. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your first round of important stuff. In tech and gaming, Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X rocks. Activision's game franchise Call of Duty continues its new formula of releasing information for their new games via playing the game. 
Call of Duty Vanguard will be the next game to hit shelves. And today at 11.30 a.m., if you log in and play some Warzone, the standalone free-to-play Battle Royale game, you'll get your first look at the game's reveal along with a bunch of free loot. Very similar to how COD Cold War was revealed. And going forward, this seems to be the way that they're going to do this and get players fired up, man. Uh, what we know about Vanguard so far is that it will be set during World War II thanks to a reveal trailer that uh, dished out a few sets of images, including beaches filled with debris and a very thick German forest. No word just yet on when the game will be hitting stores, but I'm sure that will be part of the reveal. So, Nick, I guess that means I'm going to be showing a going today. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I'll make it home in time, but which sucks. Yeah, 11.30, come on, people. Uh, but either way, it's an interesting aspect, and I don't know how that works because I didn't get to do that with the Call of Duty um, Cold War either of when you're actually playing the game, if the, the trailer just pops up or what. But uh, it looks like uh, that could be a fun way to, to see something if you're playing the game and then it gets revealed to you the next game. Yeah, I mean, I guess. It depends on how excited you are for it. I mean, you know, it sounds like... Uh, if you're a Call of Duty fan, however, you're all in no matter what. It doesn't matter what. Well, the game yeah, is. but then then you're also there to hate as well. Yeah, but you There's hate by those. it. I mean, you know, if you're playing Warzone, you know, and you're logging in at 11:30 to collect the loot, you have clearly some interest. Otherwise, yeah. you wouldn't do it. Absolutely. Uh, Waze, Nick, you remember Waze? You know what Waze is? It's a maps app, Navigation right? app, yep. Waze may have a way to keep your kids entertained during a drive without handing them a tablet. Distract them with your navigation app. The company has added a Paw Patrol experience to Waze that has a TV show's uh, rider guide uh, you to your destination with help from Chase, Marshall, and Sky. You can also switch your uh, Waze mood to replace the usual icon with Chase's police car, Marshall's fire truck, or Sky's aircraft. <laughs> the feature is available for limited time to English users th through the My Waze section in the app. It's available on both Android and iOS. This is not so subtle plug, probably for the upcoming Paw Patrol movie, but if it could be helpful for keeping your young ones engaged, it might even encourage them to take an interest in the drive and the world outside the car window of course it's always easy to see this going very badly the last thing you want is to have your kids shouting at the phone while you're listening for directions yeah also uh you know it's all fine and good for a couple of seconds i'm guessing it won't keep your kids attention that much long though yeah well uh, i mean it still is you know a car on a map app but whatever yeah it might catch the kids by surprise if they don't know what's coming though too could be uh, and continue your, your life in hell uh having kids and and their entertainment Paw Patrol. <laughs> uh, finally, Nick, uh, we are the pulse of the gaming industry. So just hours after last week's Nerd Alert, uh, where the two of us discussed how much we loved the earlier GTA games, uh, but at this point the graphics were just too outdated to play again, uh, Kotaku.com broke news that uh, remasters of the game were in the works of Rockstar. According to these sources, Rockstar is actively developing remastered versions of Grand Theft Auto 3, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. All three of these games are being remastered using Unreal Engine and will be a mix of new and old graphics. One source who claims to have seen a snippet of the games in action said that the visuals remind them of a heavily modded version of a classic GTA title. The UI for the games are being updated as well, but will retain the same classic style. So no details were shared about gameplay, but uh, Kodaku uh, has been told these remastered titles are trying to stay true to the PS2 era GTA games as much as possible. And, you know, they're thinking, look for these to come out uh, in holiday time. Uh, what does that mean, you think? Staying as true as possible to the PS2 version. 
Because that to I, me, I don't think they're graphics. Because the gameplay is no. I don't think different. they're going to be changing the the uh, the stories or anything like that. Oh, I see. Okay, okay, I got you. There's not going to be like new missions or anything. Yeah, like that. no, it's I, gonna I, be, it's going to be that. Which is fine because I mean I know I played all of them. I don't remember a damn thing about any of them though. I mean I remember a couple of the characters, but I don't remember specific missions or anything like that. So that's fine. I'd be down to play them again if they looked better. But also I'm also torn about this too because it's like listen, it's great, but. Uh, I'm ready for GTA 6 whenever you guys are, Rockstar. Let's go. Yeah, they're not ready. Let's go. Stop working on old games. Start working on new ones. Well, they've got, you know, people working on that. I hope so. I, I don't hear any news about it. I hear news about old stuff all the time. Though. That's right. Coming out of that camp. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your nerd alert. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, the Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444. Chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Big J, we are doomed. Yeah. Uh, And there's lots of reasons why. I mean, sure, I guess you could point to the fact that we are uh, probably living in the most selfish time that's ever uh, been created or the fact that, uh, you know, no matter what happens, none of us will ever admit to being wrong. But maybe the most worst part about it is... We just do the same stupid stuff over and over and over again. It's insanity. We don't don't learn from our mistakes. Even when everybody looking back upon it, no matter what you're thinking, can agree that it was unnecessary and dumb, we do it all over again in spite of ourselves. And uh, that is because people are letting everybody know that in the usual places again, Costco and most importantly, uh, there are shortages of toilet paper and water again. Uh, even though there's no reason for there to be. I mean, yeah, sure, the Delta variant is something that we all need to be very, very concerned about, and you need to err on the side of caution, but if we learned anything just less than a year ago, is that all that stockpiling of toilet paper and water didn't need to happen. All it did was screw up the supply chain. It wasn't necessary. There was still plenty of it. There wasn't, like, a shortage. It just screwed everybody over. And now here we are again. Mm Mm-hmm. Going on incredible shopping carts full of toilet paper and water. And I just don't get it. We haven't learned anything at all. Uh, And so we have that issue to deal with as well. So don't be surprised if you see it. Know that at least according to the warehouses, there aren't any shortages of it. It's just people are buying it at a ridiculous rate for reasons unbeknownst to anybody. So there is no reason to completely stockpile these things, but yet people are doing it. Much like last time around. March 2020 was the last time this happened. Uh, but we don't learn from the fact that we don't need to be doing this We stuff. really don't. We just do it anyway because we're stupid. Uh, enjoy that, everybody. But just a heads up, something that you probably need to be aware of. The NBA 2K22 video game ratings have been released for some players. And guess what? Some players aren't even happy. Uh, including Kevin Durant, which is really, really weird. Uh, the more I learn about uh, some of these things, I want to like Kevin Durant, but the more he just seems like a real <laughs> spoiled rotten a-hole, if you know what I'm saying. And he's upset that he's only a 96 in the game, Big Jim. Uh, meanwhile, he is the highest rated player in the game. There is nobody in the game better than Kevin Durant. Now, granted, there are three other people that also have that exact same score, but he thinks he should be a 99 because, quote, I pretty much do everything great. And so he wants to be a 99. I, I don't know if he's legitimately angry or he's just having a little bit of fun. 
but like, I mean, I guess I, I understand if some players being upset at their ratings on Madden and 2K22 and all that kind of stuff. But if you're the best player in the game, that should be considered a compliment no matter what your rating is, right? Yeah. I mean, at least I think anyway. But uh, Kevin Durant isn't happy, or at least if according to his social media, he's not happy. It could be a joke for all we know. Michael Keaton is Batman, Big J, but that doesn't mean he watches comic book movies. Keaton was talking to the Hollywood Reporter, and he said, quote, After the first Batman, I don't think I've ever seen an entire comic book movie. I just never got around to it. So you're talking to a guy that has no idea what's going on in that whole world. Which is actually incredible when you think that... He didn't watch the movies he's been in? He's been in four comic book movies. Four. <clears throat> and he had, apparently has only watched the first Batman. And I know what you're saying, like, well, you know, he's had to have been to the premiere of Batman Returns and, you know, Spider-Man, you know, Far From Home or whatever the first Homecoming is the one he was in. And then he also was in Venom, too. And so you're like, okay, what's going on here? But the answer, I guess, would be a lot of times, which I did not know this, that after the stars walk the red carpet, they bounce the hell out of there. Big J, did you know that? No. They don't sit around and watch the movie a ton of times. They just, like, do what they need to do and get the hell out of Dodge. A bunch of losers. It's like you doing a concert announcement, uh, like, on a stage and then leaving before the concert's over. And so uh, people don't get it. They don't understand. They don't understand why people do that, but I guess that's one of the deals. But he was blown away, basically, by the Marvel scale of things. When he went down to do, you know, Homecoming down in Atlanta, he's like, wow. And now, you know, he's in The Flash as well, reprising his role as Batman. And he had to have, apparently, a very long conversation because he had no idea how his character could somehow be involved in this particular universe. And he, like, well, he had to read the script three or four times yeah. to kind of get an idea. And it's like, going. well, there's a multiverse thing going on here. You have to kind of understand. And that's when he kind of wrapped his head around it, but he doesn't know anything about the world of comic books or any of that stuff. Now, here's what I wish, Nick. This is what I wish for for a movie. A multiverse Michael Keaton movie where he goes in and out of, like, uh, some of his best movies like Gung Ho, <laughs> Mr. Mom, right? Batman. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, you wanted it to be just, uh, like, I guess how... Not a comic book movie, of course. Just Michael Keaton revisiting himself. I I, I don't know. I haven't. Uh, but this is. I'm just. This is just popped up in my mind. I you want to. You want the Keaton verse to be created. Yeah, the Keaton verse to be created. Okay. The cinematic Keaton verse. of yeah. course. And he's starring a new movie coming out called Protege, which looks pretty badass. Does he visit his terrible movies as well, like Jack Frost? Yes. Okay. I'm just making sure. Morning after movie with Nick and Big J. You've never heard of Jack Frost? Let me explain the premise to you, and then I think you'll understand how awful it is. Okay, so Michael Keaton is a father of a child, right? That is just too busy, man. He's too busy with dad. He doesn't put in all the time. And then, unfortunately, Michael Keaton passes away. But he gets reincarnated in the body of a snowman, and then he learns how to be a better dad to his son through the snowman. So Jack Frost is the snowman as Michael Keaton's soul is inside the snowman that uh, teaches his kid how to be uh, a kid again. Does that make sense? Yeah. And here's the really weird thing was, <laughs> so when the movie was originally made, George Clooney was attached. So Jim Henson's pup, the, 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 they made this snowman puppet that looks a lot like George Clooney, but it's all Michael Keaton. So it's a George Clooney snowman that Michael Keaton voices in a terrible food movie about being a bad father. It is sounds like an okay movie to me. I dare you to watch it. I guarantee you don't make it through. 
it's so so it's bad in a good way like it's hilarious to me to watch because it's that's how bad it is and it's not michael keaton's fault it's just a bad movie but that's back when he was taking paychecks he was doing the uh the bruce willis nicholas cage tour duty back then the morning after with nick and big j on 100.3 the x rocks sometimes you need reminders of what life is really like and thankfully that's what florida is basically just a walking reminder of what not to be and today we get a reminder from florida that life is not a video game big j as much as we want it to be from time to time it is fun to lose ourselves in video games it is fun to create maybe even a whole nother life in a video game so that you can virtually live as something that you can never be in flesh and bone but life is not a video game and certainly even if it were i'd have a hard time believing life was a video game of super mario kart (laughs) but a florida man tried to make it so earlier this week and it did not work basically uh miguel sanchez decided he was going to take his go-kart on the freeway that is very much illegal uh, as go-karts are not street legal. You cannot do this. But he had himself a souped-up go-kart that could go pretty fast, Big J. And so the 21-year-old got on his go-kart and got on the freeway, caught the attention, of course, of a couple of officers who decided to pursue him for his illegal activities. And that's when he really kicked into high gear. And he was swerving in and out of traffic. He had a backpack on. And much like Mario Kart, Big J, he threw his backpack from his go-kart bent around a couple of corners and then decided he was never going to get away or he was running out of fuel one of the two and so he decided to ditch the cart and then get away on foot Uh, much like the game mario there's a reason why there's not a uh, foot chase version in super mario kart either big j because it didn't work didn't take long before the police caught up with him and uh, was able to get a hold of the backpack any guess what was inside the backpack big j a bomb no, no, no. Homework? Wasn't, wasn't that close to Super Mario Kart. No. It was uh, a handgun and then a bunch of cocaine. Just a bunch of it. Jeez, so, man. So, you know, being high on cocaine would probably explain why you decided to go on a go-kart ride on the freeway. According to a statement from the Fort Pierce Police Department, quote, while most people were playing Mario Kart on their Nintendo, 21-year-old Miguel Sanchez decided he would take the game to the streets, and it was very much illegal, and now he's facing multiple charges. Please don't play Mario Kart in real life. So the police are reminding you of this as well. Drug charges, driving charges, reckless driving charges, all sorts of stuff coming Miguel's way. So it was a rough night for him. But also, Big J... Not a good idea to do that. Lucky he got out of this whole situation without, you know, flipping the go-kart or something awful happening to him in the process or hurting himself or somebody else, you know? Yeah. Because, uh, you know, there are ways that go-karts, I don't know if you've ever seen, like, go-kart races and stuff. I'm not talking about, like, you know, that you see down in Wahoos. I'm talking about, you know, actual go-karts. They can go pretty fast. Yeah, they can. And dangerous stuff can happen to them if they are driven carelessly, and that sounds exactly like what he was doing. But he wasn't able to ditch the drugs either, so just a bunch of mistakes were made by Miguel that night. And he learned the hard way, Big J. Life is not a video game, no matter what Free Guy says. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X-Rock. We 
Caesar Buddy Holly here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. The celebrity bathing fun rolls on. Uh, we <laughs> talked about this a little bit last week. We talked week. about it a lot. Yeah, uh, but we talked about this specific thing last week, and you were talking about how The Rock showers three times a day. And uh, it makes sense because he works out so much. But I did not know until I read a uh, little bit more information that he had put out that The Rock is a big believer in something that uh, that I have a connection with, which is various degrees of shower temperature. Did you see this? No, I didn't. So, know. so uh, the Rock does shower three times a day, but he says that it's very important that he follows this particular regime, which is when he wakes up, he's a cold shower person. Then, when he's after his first workout, he takes a warmer shower, and then right before bed, he'll take his hot shower. So that's his three showers of the day. And it reminded me of a situation that Randy and I found ourselves in at a, uh, a party oh, that we had shower together, huh? Uh, no, not quite. Oh. It was one of those deals where you know it was a party where we knew a couple of people, but we were surrounded basically by strangers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, you find yourself in conversations with people you don't know. Uh, nor do you know anything about them. So uh, e- anyway, Randy and I were, were in this corner, and we ended up getting uh, in a conversation with this dude uh, who, for the life of me, I do not remember. But he was just regaling to us the benefits of cold showers in the morning. He's like, listen, oh, uh, yeah. I used to forever get and have a regular shower in the morning, and then I would get through my day, and I was just bummed. He, and uh, he says that basically the same thing Rock the Rock said. He said, quote, when I roll out of my bed and get my day rolling, I end up taking a cold shower in the morning because it's." he says it gives him a morning bite. It wakes him up, clears the cobwebs, gets him rolling into the day. And that's what this guy was basically telling us. He's like, listen, it'll change your life, man. I mean, it is amazing how much it wakes you up in the morning, how much it gets you going. You know, you don't you don't feel like you need the coffee or the caffeine. It's a great pick-me-up, and it gets me in a great mood for the day. And now that's all I take in the morning is cold showers. And so we were talking. We're like, man, that was really, really convincing about how amazing cold showers can be in the morning. Maybe we'll give it a try. And so I did. Like a week later, I tried the cold shower thing. Off. It was awful. It was the worst. It's a terrible experience. It's not comfortable. It doesn't wake you up. It makes you feel like you're being tortured. And I hated everything about it. Everything about That's it. That's funny. And uh, so I didn't talk about it because that was just one of those deals where it was like, okay, I didn't want to do it. And then I tried it again. I was like, maybe I was just in a bad mood. Who knows? It was still terrible. And then I think like six weeks or six months later, Randy and I revisited. I was like, hey, did you ever try that cold shower thing? And he's like, it was the worst. And I was like, yes, it's the worst thing in the world. I don't know how anybody can enjoy taking a cold shower to wake you up in the morning. Now, I understand like after a hot day. And maybe you want to take kind of like a lukewarm shower to like get a little bit of the sweat off and cool you down a little bit, lower your body temperature, all that kind of stuff I can understand. But getting up in the morning and taking a, a cold shower is has to be something that may work for people. I'm not saying you're crazy if yeah, you do it. Yeah, they might be psychos is what you're saying. I'm just saying it's not. there's no way that I could ever come around to that particular way of thinking. Here's my problem, and I, I'm a... I'm a uh, you know, I will. Well, in the last couple months, routinely take a shower in the afternoon because it's so hot and I feel gross. Okay. Uh, and I want to take a cold shower because it's hot out. Uh huh. 
I can never get the shower cold. Like the the our shower for whatever reason, like the line between it being cold and it barely putting out water is very like the water pressure lowers. When yeah, it's cold? yeah, is very like I can never get it cold enough for my taste. Interesting. So you can't take a cold enough shower in your house. Yeah. It doesn't matter which shower you use. Well, I would never use the kids' shower. It's, they don't want me in there. Well, no, I mean, I but blame uh, them. I, I, I don't blame them either. But I was just wondering if maybe it's a whole housewide thing or if it's just your particular I, bathroom. It just thing. could be ours. I don't know. It's like, but it's a, it's a, it's a line between, you know, when it's going to be cold and when it's not really producing that much. Have you ever taken a full on cold shower to like zap you awake kind of a thing? No. To wake, wake me up? Yeah. No. Like Evanescence. No? Nothing? No. Not wake me up inside or outside. I, I don't. I don't blame you. It's not. It, 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 people trying to sell this on you. I think you. it's just, an acquired taste. Just based on what I know, like uh, when I used to as a kid, when we would, I, I worked up at a camp in McCall. Uh, every now and then we would wake up and go and do a jump into the lake. You know, yeah. It's freezing. Right. Yeah, that was not great. Yeah, no. The whole it's like yeah, polar bear stuff. I, I've done that too. It's not fun. I think this is how you find out the psychotics. All right. Well, you're calling the rock psycho. Yeah. So just be careful. Whoa. Have you seen how much he works out? Yeah, he's got some problems. All right. Uh, either way, listen. If you're a cold shower person, more power to you. I just think it's completely crazy and asinine. I don't know and how if, you do it. If you know somebody who does it, keep an eye on them. Yeah, but we were, I mean, listen, to, the, to this guy's credit, good job. I mean, like, uh, obviously, if he was, whatever he was selling, we bought. You know, I mean, we were we were should, all in. Should he give him it, a card. He say, made, hey, we need you. He made it sound great. Uh, so much so that I wanted to try it, but it was a disaster. Do not recommend. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. The important stuff brought to you by the Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, the Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444. Chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Big J, we cannot have nice things. We do not know how to operate them. They do not belong in our vicinity. As been proven by the COVID-19 outbreak, one of the things that a lot of people decided to do is finally get their bleep together and, you know, fix up their backyard, man. Yeah, man. You know, really get a nice grill set up going on back there. Maybe uh, get a beautiful fire pit going. Maybe uh, turn uh, whatever kind of, you know, crappy backyard situation you had into finally putting together a shed or an organizer back there. And guess what it's led to, Big J? What has it led to? A ton more fires. Because we don't know what we're doing. What? Specifically, yes, people that have uh, purchased fire pits that did not know how to operate them have led to a lot of accidental fires. Those have increased by 150%. But you know what the worst of it is? People putting together beautiful patios and grabbing one of their outdoor high-tech pizza ovens. Those fires causing, or those uh, things starting something on fire causing an accident ablaze increased by 300% in the last year. Uh, and so this has contributed to a lot of house fires as well. So a bunch of companies that create these outdoor pizza ovens and these fire pits are encouraging homeowners to be mindful of potential hazards involved by their particular products and to take precautions to minimize the risks. A lot of time what happens is people don't realize the pizza ovens sometimes cook pizzas faster than you think. And they leave the pizzas in there longer. Next thing you know, the whole damn thing's on fire. You see? And because they're attached to their house or their brand new patio or whatever, the accidental blaze causes severe damage and could jump from one thing to another, and it's just a mess. 
Just Damn. Damn. Fire pit's another problem altogether. Somebody doesn't know what they're doing. They don't set it up correctly. A log rolls out. Next thing you know, the whole yard's on fire. It's ugly, is my point. There's oh, a man. lot of property damage that has increased in the last year because people <laughs> want to upgrade, but they don't know how to use the stuff that they're upgrading to. And so there is a little bit of worry about that kind Pretty of stuff. Pretty embarrassing, so, right? Like yeah. if, if you burn down your house or the backyard uh, because you know, the pizza oven went wrong on you. Yes. I mean, you don't yeah. want to talk to anybody. You don't want to answer questions. That is not a story you tell people. If You come up with some other story if your house burned down that way. Yeah, like an animal knocked something over. Right. Or arson. I don't know. You blame something else, but you don't talk about how you left your pizza in your outdoor pizza oven too long, and it caused your house to set a fire. Or you don't even know how to work a fire pit. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, it's not like those come with instructions. You should blame the kids. But, uh, yeah, I'm not sure you should blame somebody else. But maybe on something else would Absolutely. be a good idea. Absolutely. Tried and true. Nebraska said yesterday the NCAA is investigating its football program amid allegations that staff improperly used analysts and consultants with the knowledge of head coach Scott Frost and then moved a bunch of workouts off campus last year so that they didn't get caught having campuses or excuse me, having practices on campus, which, of course, were banned due to the pandemic. Frost said that any workouts that were approved by the athletic department administration and campus administration. So everybody's involved in it. And we'll see what ends up happening when the NCAA hands down their pro- their their punishments, as it were, or if they do it all. Well, there's going to be a Captain America 4, Big J, and it's going to star Anthony Mackie. TV line reports that the MCU will continue with the story of Sam Wilson as the superhero Captain America. Of course, that was most recently uh, handed off in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier TV series on Disney+. Plus. Uh, no word yet on if his Disney Plus co-stars are going to be involved on the big screen adventure, but we do know that they are continuing like the uh, the original storyline. They're not calling it New Captain America or Sam Wilson Captain America. It's Captain America 4, I New guess. New Captain America. So we have the further adventures of Are You All In, Big J? Yeah, I like I like Anthony Mackie. Thought he did a great job in uh, uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. It was it was a very good uh, TV series. He's going to do uh, just fine. I mean, yeah, it's tough when you're moving on from one character to the next, but uh, that's the way it works, man. Got to keep that those uh, those bank rolls moving, and it'll get your money probably. Hey, everything in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, as long as it's a movie and it's live action. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Smackdown. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yep, and we've got tickets here for you. Excuse me. Uh, Tickets for a show happening Sunday at the Rev Center. Beartooth, Nick, coming to town. BT, coming to tea? Beartooth. And uh, I believe we've got a couple local openers as well. Karen Comes Killing being one of them. Wage War is also going to be on that. Yeah. If you want to check out the show on Sunday, we've got you covered, 208-287-1003. That is our phone number if you'd like to play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown. You're going to have to defeat Big J in pop culture knowledge in order to claim this prize, but if you do, boy, are you going to have fun on Sunday night on us. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Good morning. Good morning, man. What's your name? Good morning. All right, Lanny, you're up first, Lanny. Uh, the comedian Patton Oswalt voiced a rodent named Remy in this food-inspired Pixar movie. Uh, let's see. That's got to be Ratatouille. Right. Ratatouille is correct. Ratatouille. Big J, this musician and former guest of the morning after is a big enough star that he played himself in the Entourage movie 
on an episode of The Simpsons and in the hit movie Girls Trip, which is actually what we had him on the show to talk about. Oh, man. I don't remember any of that. Uh, I'm going to go with um, go Slash. Wrong. Nope. Nope. Although he didn't play himself on an episode of The Simpsons. Not on the Entourage movie, nor in the movie Girls Trip. So that is incorrect. You trip like I do. <laughs> Pop Culture Smackdown, a weakness of yours is our show for some reason, which is never good. Well, do you know how many people we've interviewed? Well, yeah, I do. That's part of I the mean, fun. I mean, it's a thousand plus. Uh, it's part of the fun. Lanny, congratulations. You're going to Beartooth. Hang dig on up somebody one you don't remember. second. You are show good to you, go. The answer, a... by the way, was common. Right. Former guest of the morning after. Common is the he was in the Entourage movie on an episode of The Simpsons and in the hit movie Girls Trip. You may have well. thrown me there by saying musician. All playing rapper. himself. Well, he is a musician. He plays his instruments, too. Does as he? He told us, yes, during his interview. He knows how to play guitar, and he uh, also does a lot of the beats that he puts That's together. That's impressive. Morning after with Nick we should and interview him. Big J. I think he'd probably pass considering uh, you know nothing about him. <laughs> How about we do some headlines? That's happening next on the X Rock. It's time for headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Coors Banquet and Coors Light. They want to help those to protect our West by donating a portion of all case sales to the Wildline Firefighters Foundation. Look for the X of participating retailers as we help protect our West by giving you the chance to win a party for up to 20 people at Section 37 Axe Room. Stocked up with Coors and an authentic Protect Our West Wildland Firefighter Pulaski Axe. You'll have your chance to do that this Saturday, 2 to 4 p.m. at the Albertsons at McMillan and Eagle with the X Rocks and Coors and Coors Light. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Get it on. That's what you get and just a dip. Get it on! A UK couple arrested for having sex in a park in front of several onlookers have been spared a court date because cops say they don't have enough evidence to press charges. What? Even though the June hookup was filmed by a person walking their dog and several witnesses who claim that the pair moved from a secluded spot under a tree to a more public area next to a kid's playground, the Greater Manchester Police say that no further action will be taken against the couple because of insufficient evidence. It's starting to make people wonder what they have to do to prove people were getting it on. In a park, considering there are several eyewitnesses and video of the incident, what this means. They got video? They've got video, they've got eyewitnesses of it all happening, and they say insufficient evidence. Which is really, really weird, right? Well, maybe it's like the difference between a Playboy video and a Hustler video. You oh, know? I, softcore and hardcore? Yeah, yeah. It's okay to have your head and make out. One is simulation and the other is real. <laughs> All right, maybe you're right. I don't know. Uh, but that to me sounds like sufficient evidence. But maybe you're right. Maybe it was just a lot of, uh, you know, heavy petting and stuff and not a lot of actual action or nudity. And so I guess maybe. Does that make it okay, though? I guess it makes you uncomfortable, right? There is no law against, you know, full on making out in public. Making out. As you have uh, well documented. Yeah. That's what you get or just a dip? Just a dip. An Alabama woman was arrested after she went for a swim on a hot summer night. That's usually not against the law, but she did so inside the city water tower, which very much is. Police of the city of Athens say they found the woman swimming inside the 70-foot tower filled with about 350,000 gallons of water. Someone who lives nearby told police that he saw a woman climb the ladder on the side of the tank and then uh, thought he saw her jump in. 
So firefighters had to climb the ladder when there was no response to them calling up. They used a special harness to pull her out of the water because she refused to get off voluntarily. And then she led back down the ladder and taken into custody. Uh, she was brought into a hospital for mental evaluation. But uh, in case you're curious, Big J, usually, still to this day, cities use that water for drinking water. And so now they have to completely drain and sanitize that entire tank because some weirdo decided they wanted to jump inside and take a swim. Crazy. Yeah, that's exactly right. She went to a hospital for that exact reason. So hopefully she's okay, but also you may want to avoid drinking water in Athens, Alabama for a little while because it's got crazy lady stank in it. Wrap it up with That's What You Get. A skunk helped Madison, Wisconsin police track down a man who was reportedly really high on narcotics and acting out of control while holding a knife. Michael Ring allegedly tried to hide from police, but in the process of hiding from police, he was sprayed by a skunk, Big J. So that's how officers were able to track him down. They used uh, the smell of the skunk to find him hiding in a bush, and then he was arrested. That had to suck for the arresting officers, right? Right. I don't know how that works because I've never been sprayed by a skunk nor been in the close vicinity of somebody who has. But does that stuff rub off on you pretty quickly? I don't know. I guess if it's fresh, it probably would, right? And your car would smell like it? Yeah. I mean, that's a rough night. Sorry. Uh, but uh, the skunk at least uh, was working undercover that night, so congratulations. The opposite of Pepe Le Pew. Good skunk. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. That's the latest from Chevelle. It is called Mars Simula. And it is on the Morning After with Nick and Big J here on the X Rocks. Big J, we already talked about exercise once this week. You want to do it again? Yeah, you've heard the term high-intensity workout, Nick? Of course I have. Well, now it's different because people are getting high while they work out. Woo! Let's get baked and do some uh, stretches. Yeah, a recent survey from Fit Rated shows uh, they, they, they talked to over a thousand people about their exercising ha- habits and cannabis. And uh, 41.5% say they're consuming even more since COVID 19 took grip of the, go- of the globe. That makes sense to me. So half of those folks, 44.3% are using the same amount during the pandemic. Uh, and, uh, you know, they're not just using it uh, necessarily uh, uh, in a recreational purpose. Uh, they're, they're concentrating mostly on the CBD part of it, the, nine, the non-psychoactive ingredient in cannabis, uh, because it's, uh, of, of the health benefits. Um, the, uh, the survey finds that using cannabis while exercise is actually more popular among THC users, though. Overall, 45% of respondents use both CBD and THC, and uh, that's quite impressive. Well, listen, man, I think as this particular thing starts to get legalized in other places, not Idaho ever, of course, but in, in other places, and it becomes okay to use both recreationally and medically, you are going to find that people are going to be high when they do a lot more things. Does that make sense? Yeah, but, you know, I mean, at the standard trope that we've been used to, at least for many years, is that, you know, folks who uh, smoke the Mary Jane uh, are, are 
couch bums, and and you know they they get the munchies and they just are kind of bums and, sure. and lay around and don't do anything. Sure. And so <laughs> you don't really consider people getting all like, yeah, I'm pumped up. Let's go do some working out. But as we have come to learn more about cannabis in and of itself, I mean, again, back when those particular tropes were drawn, it was you were buying whatever weed you could off of a dime bag from a guy in a park. And now there's strains and there's different things that you can know yeah. and there's different types of marijuana that you can have or partake in if you want a particular type of mood. Like, you can have that munchy marijuana still if you want it, but then there's other stuff out there that can can actually help you get active and be active. I feel like Arnie is missing out on a marketplace, a part of the market here, and he should have his own strain. I need you to elaborate. For working out. Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. Oh, because he works out. I mean, you could say the same for The Rock or for Sylvester Stallone or any of those people. Arnold's the ultimate when it comes to... Pumping iron? Yeah. You think so? More so than The Rock? I mean, granted, one's a bodybuilder and the other wasn't, but... Still, I mean, I feel like The Rock's workout regimen is probably on par with what Arnie's was back in the day. You know, when uh, no, Rock, The Rock isn't going and hanging out at uh, Mr. Olympia events and no, things like no, that. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, but he could if he wanted to. Sure. Make no mistake about it. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Somehow we started talking about men's bodies during this whole mm. thing. We got bad impressions. That's coming up next on the X-Rock. Rock. <laughs> After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. And a wonderful little prize package here that includes tickets to our uh, Western Idaho Fair. We got uh, that's kicking off tomorrow, the 20th. And then, of course, the 27th, Seether will be out at the Western Idaho Fair. We encourage you to use your tickets to go see them because of the concert's free with entry into the Western Idaho Fair. We'll also hook you up with a Boise meal deal from our friends at. Papa Murphy's which includes a pizza, cheese bread, uh, and some nice cookie dough to make some cookies. Also, a two-liter bottle of soda. You need to figure out bad impressions this morning. Phone number is 208-287-1003. Bad impressions works this way. Big J's got three clues revolving around somebody pretty famous. Figure out who that famous person is. Using those three clues, or maybe even less. And you've got this prize package coming to you. You're checking out the fair on us, and you've got some food coming your way on us. Let's go to the phones. And get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, the X. Hey guys, what's up, buddy? What's your name? That's Wayne. All right, Wayne. Good luck. I hit it big as a kid actor, starring in Who's the Boss as Samantha and in Commando as Arnold's daughter. Oh, she's so hot, Alyssa Milano. <laughs> Nicely done. One clue is all you need. Good job, you know, man. Hang on he, one he second. Would have loved the next clue. Uh, what in the... my late teens and early twenties, I started movies like Deadly Sins, Poison Ivy Two, and Fear. It's true. Because he's a little creepy. I played Phoebe for eight seasons in the TV show Charmed, along with Shannon Darty and Rose McGowan. And why is Alyssa Milano in the news? She is uh, a lifesaver, Nick. She uh, had there was a medical emergency. She was actually in uh, in the, at a vehicle with her uncle who was driving, and he had a minor heart attack. And uh, they she had to grab the wheel and and you know get the car stopped and then had to get him out of the vehicle in a recovery position and then gave him cpr very impressive so uh very impressive and she encourages people to get cpr certified and and i am not so i think maybe i i'm like the most likely the person who'll need cpr will be me so i mean that's not going to do me any good That's not not necessarily true. I would encourage everybody around me to see you have CPR certification. Please and thank you. I did it back in the day, but it's been a while, and I don't know how refresher courses go. 
Like, I mean, if you've been CPR certified in the past, do you need to take a whole other class again? Uh, probably, if yeah. you want to get recertified. Um, and, you know, I mean, what, you just pound on somebody's chest and yeah, you the, kiss them a lot. Listen, I'm not sure there's a, there's a Cliff Notes way to mm. describe CPR that would be mm. uh, appropriate for me to pass it on to you. Uh, it, there's a little bit more than, than kissing a lot and pounding on somebody's chest, okay. I'll put it that way. All right. But uh, congratulations. Is her uncle going to be okay? Uh, they're asking for privacy at this time, so mm. he is. Uh, yeah, they're not sure how, uh, if he's going to recover or not. So well, uh, he's listen, still in the hospital. Great, uh, it's it, it, you really treat see the, the mark of somebody when they're under pressure like that, and when somebody they love is in a medical emergency like that. And so, hopefully, uh, everybody can have the kind of clarity in a moment like that when something insane is happening around them, for sure. So, well done. Morning after with Nick and Big J, we wrap up this show here next on the X Rock. All good things for the glory. Wrapping up the old morning after with Nick and Big J today. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Thursday. Got a nice little nerd alert courtesy of Big J. Reminded you that life is not a video game. Certainly not Mario Kart, that is for sure. And do not live your life like that. Otherwise, bad things will happen to you. And we also found out that we don't know much about Skunk Springs. Uh, because neither of us have been lucky enough to be around one close enough to know how those work. If they rub off on you, if like the smell sticks to you, if you're close enough to somebody or whatever, or if you have to just get some of that actual skunk spray on you for it to smell. I mean, stick and stay. It's bad enough driving through an area where a skunk's uh, let something loose. Right. I mean, or uh, yeah, or some sort of, you know, uh, roadkill. That's never good either. But uh, here's hoping that we never have to deal with that stuff up close and personal because I like being ignorant when it comes to things like that. I'd like to stay that way. Uh, reminder that if you're in the market for a newer used vehicle, Team Mazda in the pre-owned superstore is the way to go. You can get started at GoTeamMazda.com. That's where the I pre-check button is. That will help you figure out what you're in the market for exactly. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Movies predict the future, Nick. How's that? Uh, the Earth is getting hotter, and uh, a new published paper a research showed that the propensity for violence increases alongside the rising temperatures. So the Predator series, Nick, uh, a lot of that had to do with uh, some of the hotter places. That's where the beginning movie you have out in the jungle. Uh-huh. And then uh, in uh, uh, the Predator 2, which is in the city, I think of uh, uh, New York is supposed to be where it's at. But uh, it's in the hot, it's a really hot summer. And that's all of a sudden when the Predator decides he wants to go urban. Yeah, I was trying to think, is it attached to that, or is that just because that's what the, the atmosphere on their home planet is? Uh, I, I don't know. And but, that's uh, why they're attracted to the places like that. But especially in Predator 2, there seemed to be an awful lot of uh, violence in the streets, and it was a really hot summer, etc. <laughs> I don't remember much about Predator 2. I'll have to take your word for it. Yeah, you will. Uh, I know uh, that they had thermal vision, so heat played a, certainly a big part in what they could see and what they could not see, correct? Listen, just get your information from movies from now on. Uh, all right, good to know. Which is the next one I should be paying attention to? Uh, Protégé, starring Michael Keaton. And what's that one about again? That's about a protege learning to be an assassin. Oh, oh, is that the last movie he made too? Was about that? Well, that was uh, several years ago in American Assassin. Right, different, but, but same premise. No. Well, isn't he? Wasn't he an assassin? Proto. I, I don't want to get, get too far into it, but. 
Oh, you're telling me you don't know. I understand. No, I, I Next do set know. of X-Rock is brought to you by Are You an Jesus. Idaho or Oregon State Licensed Journeyman Electrician? IBEW 291 has immediate openings for Idaho and Oregon State Licensed Electricians. Check out IBEW291.org slash compare for wage and benefit information or call 208-343-4861 for more information there. That's going to do it for us. We shall see you tomorrow. You guys have a good one. Jason Drew's next. It's the X-Rock.